Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to this week's episode of the Legal Beagle Podcast. We have exciting news to share with you because we at Negretti and Associates have invested in some new equipment to better the podcast and make it a little bit more enjoyable to you, the listener. We're hopeful that the content is a little bit more improved as well. But please, as always, send us your feedback and let us know what you're thinking on your side of things. But first, let's talk about the coronavirus. I do not protest to be a doctor. I do not protest to be the head of the CDC or someone involved with infectious diseases. But here's what I'll tell you. There are people on both sides of the table that have valid points that they're making. On one side of the table, we have this heightened level of concern. And on the other side of the table, we have uh, these folks that are kind of discounting it and maybe even dismissing it a bit, calling it no different than the flu that we get every year. Now, here's Here's what I will tell you. I listened to a press conference, uh, press conference this morning, and Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's kind of become the figurehead, he's the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, talked about this coronavirus and the need to contain it. And I don't think I appreciated this concern until this press conference this morning because what Dr. Fauci was saying is not that this is a more deadly disease or that young people are not going to rebound from it or that healthy people are not going to rebound from it. It's that it spreads incredibly quickly. It is wildly contagious. And the reason for all this heightened concern, the reason that I think we are asking people to self-quarantine and stay inside and avoid public places is because of this highly, the highly contagious nature of this disease. And I think that's the big concern. It's not that the average person that's in good health and probably an age that can fight this through their immune system is going to face all sorts of medical difficulties. It's more, how do we stop it from spreading so quickly so that those that don't have strong immune systems, those that are not the age that allows them to fight this uh, with uh, the same sort of veracity uh, that would normally fight a disease, I think that's the the concern. So here's what I would say. I, I think we all have a role to play in this. We all have a responsibility, right? And what's amazing to me is that in times of crises, we seem, we being, and I'm speaking now to uh, Americans, and, and I, I can't necessarily speak to how the rest of the world views this, but we Americans seem to do a terrific job of rallying around each other. And you saw that uh, going back to the travesty of 9-11, right? After 9-11, there was this 
communal outpouring of support for one another. We had a an environment where people were courteous to one another, helpful to one another, looking out for one another. And part of that should always be there, I think. Part of that should not only be present when we have a crisis, but it should just be the way that we choose to conduct ourselves as uh, you know American citizens that that we have a responsibility to look out for each other and it shouldn't just take a, a crisis to uh, to remind us of that but I think it's important that we do take our role seriously and our role could simply be I'm going to do my part to, stay away from others that either could be infected or if I'm infected and just don't even know it, that I'm not going to spread uh, this highly contagious disease. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't live our lives. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't still enjoy the things that we enjoy doing, but we have to temper that with some realism and we have to modify our lives a little bit. And this this draws a very distinct parallel to the clients that I represent on a daily basis. So we represent people that are injured in auto accidents, slip and falls, dog bites, product liability cases, medical malpractice. And once that injury occurs, they have to learn what we call a new normal. They have to learn to live with what we call a new normal. And that new normal is adapting their lives to comport with the injury that they now have and trying to figure out the best way forward with a you know disability or uh, a constant pain or some sort of issue that is now present that wasn't there before and i think the parallel here with the coronavirus is that we have that same same situation going on we now have to learn to adapt and live a new normal in a way, right? As, as human beings, because it's not just like it was go back a few months ago before the coronavirus became widespread worldwide. It's not as simple as saying, oh, that's not even here. That doesn't affect us. It is here. It's, it's in the United States. And there's, I think every state, I read every state, but one state has someone infected with the coronavirus. So the way to hit that peak and allow us to arc over the top of that, which then puts us on a downhill slide towards recovery, is to stop the the spread of this disease, right? And that's where the new normal comes in. Finding a way to adapt to social distancing. Finding a way to adapt to not going into an office if you normally do that. Finding a way uh, to adapt to the normal things that we do because of this new episode that has now made itself present. And that's that's the parallel that I draw between the clients that we have that are injured and that, that sort of episode and the, the now risk that we all face of getting infected and more importantly, spreading that infection to others. So, and I think that's what Dr. Fauci was saying this morning. It's not so much that there's a concern that young people aren't taking this seriously. 
the concern is that young people will be a big carrier of this virus if they don't understand their role in this. And I think that's the warning that the federal government, and you're seeing now this trickle-down effect to all the state governments as well. I mean, we're seeing here in Arizona everything from courts to movie theaters to restaurants and gyms are all closing to, again, limit the amount of social interaction. This is not forever. As crippling as this is on the economy, as difficult as this is for everyone, this is not forever. We are going to arc. We are going to get to the peak. We are going to come over the other side and we will rebound. And the hope is that we've limited the spread as best we can. And if we've done that, then we've all done our part. And that's, I think, uh, what's special about uh, about being American is that we do rally. And I, and I hope that it's not just because of this virus. I hope there's this ongoing reminder that in times of crises, in times where people need help or people need our support and we can make a difference, we remember to to rally, right? That's important. So I will have more information about the new and improved Legal Beagle podcast, but I at least wanted to get some information out there about the coronavirus. We have sent out a newsletter to our clients about how this may or may not affect their ability to treat related to their injuries that stem from their accident claim. Uh, If you have any questions, as always, please reach out to me and I'm happy to try to address those for you. But until next week, take care of yourselves and stay healthy.